Hi friends, this week's group of improvisers who have temporarily taken the name Tiger Time are still working on their new format. However, they decided to come together and honor the Steve format at Live Clickbait with this production of Smooth Operators. Welcome to another episode of this week's saga, Smooth Operators. We are cutting to a train ride across Siberia. We are looking out a vast wasteland of ice and tundra. As far as the eye can see, not a soul around. Inside was sleeper car is Caroline and her husband, Tommy. Tommy, your, your feet are ice cold. Your feet are ice cold like the day we got married, Tommy. Well, that's because, you know, I had, I was tortured in that jail in Siberia. And you escaped all for me, just so we could be wedded. And now that they've found you, now that they're taking you back to jail, all we have is this one train ride together. But it'll be the best train ride you've ever had. It'll keep me going when I'm in that awful, tortured jail. Just this train ride and your company. Tommy, why did you do it? Why did you risk our love? All for... I always wanted to be an operatives. An operatives. But that was my problem. I could never pronounce words right, and they caught me. And yes, and you could never speak into the radios like a proper operative could, because proper operatives need to have the right words, and Tommy, you never had the right words. I never have, except for with you, when I tell you how much I adore and love you. Remember, Tommy, any time you ever trip up on your words, just think of my face. You'll have the right words if you think of my face, Tommy. If I think of your face, my tongue will not trip me up. Cut in the town of Minsk, Russia, where Vladimir and Ketchoff are drinking their morning coffee, waiting for the train to arrive. Vlad. Vlad, sit up straight. An operative doesn't need to sit up straight. An operative on my team definitely needs to sit up straight. Come on, catch off. We've been working our whole lives for this. I'm finally able to be an operative and not be supervised, and you're trying to supervise me. Vlad, it needs to be very, very clear to you. Even though we grew up together, one farm next to the other, our family celebrated every holiday together. We even exchanged clothing when we got bored when we were growing up. But let me make this perfectly clear to you, Vlad. I am the leader of this team. I 
have the rank of senior operative. I remember those times so fondly. In fact, I think I'm wearing a pair of your underwear right now. <sighs> We're best friends. You'll never be my boss, not really. And you can trust me. You know me better than anyone else. Lay off my posture. You know I'm a good operative. Vlad, I do trust you. I trust you with all my secrets. A whole lifetime of secrets. But when it comes to team ops, someone has to take the responsibility. Someone has to make the decisions and someone has to give the orders. And that is me, a senior operative, Vlad. Now drink your coffee and stand, sit up straight. Meanwhile, we cut back to the train where there's a knock on the door of Caroline and Tommy's cabin. And uh, underneath the door is slipped a telegram. Well, my, we've got a, a note here. What's, what does it say? It says, you will be met in my... All right, you read it, Caroline. I... <sighs> Let, let me see. It says, it says, this train will stop. It's your chance to get off. Signed, the proper cooperative operatives. <gasps> who, the are the, who are the proper cooperative operatives? I've heard of them. They're, they're the good guys, aren't they? <gasps> Do you think they're coming to rescue you? Do you think they're stopping the train to rescue you, Tommy? I think they are coming to rescue us. And our love will go on and on. Not end here in Siberia in this cold place. You think they'll take me too? I don't have any sort of or sort of skill. I don't have skill, it Tommy. Can be my communicated mouth. I do talk a lot and I talk well. Yes, I have an excellent enunciation. Uh, but then, Tommy, team. team. We are a team, but then, Tommy, I hate to say it, but if I do the good speaking, what, what do you do? I love you. Ah, so you are the wind beneath my wings? I'm the wind beneath your wings. I'll make you flutter. You make my heart flutter, Tommy. But you're right, that's not enough. We need this rescue. I hope it comes through. Will, Tommy... And Caroline be rescued from their imminent, torturous, slow death in the camps of Siberia? Will Vlad and Ketchoff become the operatives they've always wanted to be by capturing and torturing these two refugees from America? We will find out after this commercial break. Is it dang cold where you are? Is it so cold that your little toes are turning blue? Is it cold enough to make your nose run and your eyes water and the top of your head feel like it's going to come popping off? It's so cold I think my brain is frozen. Yeah! So we want to wrap you up in a water bottle bubble. A water butter bubble? What's water butter bubble? Well, a water butter is 
is a combination of warm water and margarine, <laughs> and that is all contained in a nice big bubble. You get in there and poke your head out of it, and you slosh around in some warm margarine and water, and everything about you is going to be warm. Wow, so I'm going to come out warm and slick. That sounds like a really nice sensation on my cold, dead brain cells. That's right. Warm and slick. Everybody likes it in the winter. Come on down to Walgreens at 13th and Woodlawn. We, you can pick up your water butter bubble and fill it up right away. Come on down, we're open till midnight. No, we are back. Oh, would I not give a day for a water butter bubble? But that must have to wait. We now return to smooth operators where Vlad and Ketchoff are trying to become the proper cooperative operators that they've always wanted to be. And up in the distance, they see the train approaching and they grab their rifles. Are you actually gonna let me Bladder, do anything this time? You stand behind me. If I stand behind you and I shoot, I'm gonna shoot through you. No, come on. Now, Vlad, all you have to do is point your rifle up. I will be pointing my rifle forward. Oh, for God's sake. Who don't teach us about parabolas in operative school? Hey. Hey, shh. Who? What? The train's not here yet. Who are those two guys on the platform? Oh, oh no. shit. Excuse me, but I would like to see your badge. Are you part of the proper operatives or the proper cooperative operatives? Answer to this gun pointed in your face. Uh, go mm -hmm. ahead, Vlad. You're the boss. <laughs> You can you can put that gun down. We are not part of the proper cooperative operatives. The proper cooperative operatives are nowhere to be seen here. Am I correct? Am I correct? Well, perhaps this is news flash to you. You are seeing a proper cooperative operative right now. Oh. Behind me is my servant but i am so big and tall you could not see him that's gene gene say hello hello i'm a proper cooperative operative tunity are you catching oh you two know each other yeah we were in operative school together uh, Oh, yeah, I recognized you. You were, you drank a whole bottle of vodka. A whole bottle of vodka. And you drank a whole bottle of soda pop and some eggs. Oh, for crying out loud, Vladimir, hush. This, this, this is your nemesis. 
The cooperative operatives are not in line with the proper operatives. Oh, God, this is just a big... What are you guys doing here anyway? This is... This is a message to you. you. Yeah, you're the bad people. Let me handle this, Gene. Okay. Yeah, you're the bad people. And you will be finished by us. Yeah, finished. Gene, I've got... Gene, I have this. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, finished. Done. Yes. Kaput. That's Russian, isn't it? Kaput. God damn it, Gene. Now, let me get this straight. The the proper cooperative operatives are here to kill the proper operatives? If you don't play nicey-nice with us, yes. Do you play nicey-nice with us? We are not nicey-nice. Oh, God. Pinky swear on it. We are we are not designed as proper cooperative as proper operatives to play nice. We are we are killing machines here. We, we Vlad and I are uh, we only know death and blood and carnage. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for a change in this regime. It's not about exchanging nasty clothes anymore. No. No. Thank you, Jean. I have this. No, no, this is about, this is about making a real difference in Russia by banding with the Americans on the train. Americans rule. I'll I'll let you say that. Go ahead. Say Americans rule again. Americans are awesome. They play baseball. Hold on a second here. You, you want to take down the Russian proper operatives because we exchange clothing and, and we're tough enough to wear each other's underwear. And yet you just want to play baseball all day long. So if that doesn't really, uh, that doesn't bode well for you because, you know, we're going to take you down because we're tougher and you are just going to be part of the blood and carnage that will be in our memory. No, Valdemar's weakness. I can tickle him. The train approaches. (gasps) Just then, the train rolls into the station, and Vlad and Chekhov, Ketchoff, fling their hands and and get the rifles away, and from the proper operatives. Point the guns back at them. All right. Now, I'm going to let you boys, uh, Gene and whatever your name is, uh, you can just stand over there at the end of the platform. We'll just let you live. We have a very important package arriving here. And uh, we just need you proper cooperative operative, operatives to just just move over. All right? We got your weapons. We're, we, we don't need your help. That package is ours, isn't it, boss? I, before you are so certain of this, I know who you really are, Chekhov Ketchoff. Chekhov (gasps) Ketchoff, you were in my class in school. And I know for a fact that you cannot handle a wedgie. 
Oh, Meanwhile, God. on the train, Tommy and Caroline are looking out of their peeped curtains and see the melee that is happening on the platform. What do you think they're arguing about, Caroline? I don't know. All I know is I'm very frightened, and I'm afraid that what if we separate, Tommy? Well, I don't know. What do you think we should do? We, I, I, oh, wait, if we separate, let's let's no, let's Tommy. sew ourselves together. Tommy, that would be very, very painful, and we don't have the time. But I have an idea. Okay. We always go for the weakest link. Well, that that little one that hasn't been saying much. What if yeah. we? What if we get him? What if we steal him away? You're a natural operative. Yes, let yes, let's let those big boss men give each other wedgies. Let's go for the the goat. Go for the goat. I that's a metaphor, but oh get get the little one. Get the little one. Just then. Spy if I ever saw one. Caroline, I love you. I love you too. They kiss and embrace, perhaps for the last time. Will Carolyn ever see Tommy again? Will their plan succeed and take out the little one? Will the proper operatives beat out the proper cooperative operatives? Who is the bad guy? We will find out after this commercial break. Are you having a hard time understanding your history teacher in class? World War I, World War II. What's the difference, you ask? I have no idea what the difference is. Well, the difference is one happened, World War I happened first, and World War II happened second. We can make it simple for you, history that is. We're called Simple History. Wow, I really need things to be simplified. And that's what we do. We'll make it so simple. You'll understand where the Vietnam War took place. Where did it take place? Was it Vietnam? That's right. You're a scholar now. Good grades, here I come. It's all yours for only $9.99. Would I not give a dollar or maybe $9.99 to simplify history? But that can wait, because we are very in the middle of a complicated tale. With four operatives, some are proper, some are cooperating. And who is the bad guy? Who is the good guy? No one knows, but we cut to Tommy and Caroline. Caroline has jumped out of the train car, scurried underneath it and approached from the backside the small one on the train platform and pointed a gun at his head and everyone has frozen. Psst, little one. Yes? yes how, what? Do, how does that dirty underwear feel? What do you know about my underwear? I can tell that it's dirty because I smell it. Well, it's not me who stuck it up. Well, does that feel good? Does that feel good to be part of something like that? Yes. Oh, God damn it, Vladimir. You got yourself 
taken as a prisoner of war. I told you to stay behind me. But I wanted to earn a medal. Well, now you're going to earn some medal right in between your eyeballs. You're going to shake your head off. Unless you join us, little one. Do you join us in our baseball and our fun times and our not cold times and our clean underwear? In our baseball. Come on, little one. Join us. We'll drink. And have fun and be the good guys. Everybody stop calling him Little One. His name is Vladimir. And he's a proper operative. And Vlad's thought, not going to... I thought we were the good guys. We are the... You're my good best guys. friend. Did you lie to me? I thought we were the good guys. We're good compared to some. Not very good. Come on, Vlad. You're you're not gonna jump ship just for baseball and good times, are ya? Clean underwear. Ship. We'll get you clean boxers, little one. You betrayed me, Ketchup. I'm I'm gonna join the other guys because you betrayed me. Oh, God damn it, little one. Here's my underwear. I just took it off. White boxers, U.S. certified. Try them on. Ooh, these are comfortable. Uh, Vladimir. Good God. All right. Everybody line up against the wall. I'm going to, I'll take you all in myself. In the name of the proper operatives, I claim all of you as prisoners of war. I believe you've forgotten that I'm holding a gun too. And in that case, this is a standoff. Thank you, Gene. Tell you what. If you just give me the one, the Tommy, the 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 the, the one, I'm, he's a failure as an operative, whether he's cooperative or proper, it doesn't matter. He's just a big fat failure. Won't you just give me him? Everybody else goes home. It all works out. I, I'm Tommy, and if it'll end things, I'll come. I'll go with you. There you go. Tommy, don't do it. No. No. I'm no good. I'm dead weight to you, Caroline. He said it. I think we've all forgotten here that the weakness of Ketchoff Chekhov is a giant wedgie. I Just... say group wedgie, and you can try to murder as many of us as you can in the next three seconds that it takes for us to pounce on you. One, two, wow. Get the underwear! Pull it! Pull it! I got ketchup's underwear! Look it! Look it! Ooh! Ow! They hold the underwear aloft for all to see. Hey! Ketchup is mortified. Come on! Come on, you guys! He's he's gotten. Oh, little one! Oh, little one! You're turning so gray. Little one lies on the platform. His heart has a puncture wound in it that goes clear through, and he's bleeding out. Oh, God damn it, Vladimir. Look what you guys did. You made me shoot Vladimir. Give me back my underwear. Vladimir, stay with us, please. Vladimir? Vladimir, 
Come on, you can do it, little buddy. Come on. I'm dying without a friend. Hey, Vladimir, I'll always be your friend. I, I, I was your supervisor there for a few minutes, but I, I'm back to just being your friend, Vlad. Just listen to good old catch-off here. You're going to be okay, aren't you? Will Vladimir be okay? Will he ever see baseball and clean underwear and the wheat fields of America he's been dreaming of? Will their friendship of Vlad and Ketchoff be consummated? We will have to find out next week on the next episode of Smooth Operators. Right, that's uh, that's that's a wrap, guys. We are we are all done. Good job. Ah oh. oh, man, so much underwear. Whew. I hate to admit it, but I get I get skin tracks from these scenes. Anyone else? I mean, I get a wedgie. I need to. I gotta get out of my crack. Yeah, every time. Every time there's a wedgie scene, I feel like I have to take an extra long shower. Yeah, I'm a method actor. I was pulling up my underwear. Why do we always go with wedgies, guys? Why do we always go there? Because the writers, they're 14-year-old boys. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. underwear's funny when you're 14. Underwear's <laughs> funny always. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Nah, the only thing that's consistently funny are farts. How about poop? <laughs> Poop's way poop funny. funny. Really? You don't? No. It's like the most inconvenient part of life. Oh. Oh. Out of it that way. I, I, wait a minute. I'm, I'm going to... I still can't get over the fact that Chucky gives himself a wedgie during the show. Don't you guys think that's weird? Wait, you don't give yourself a wedgie during the show? Good God. No. Look. Well, then I guess you're just not a very good actor if you can't even give yourself a wedgie. Do you even want to be here? Because we can find another actor. Hey, I'm going to go over to the catering truck here and get something to drink. Hey, let's dogpile a wedgie. Three, yeah. two, one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, you guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot to stop the recording. Oh, what? What?